Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new episode here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via our contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or you can leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Fridays, we hope to say the secret word on You Bet Your Life. This episode was originally aired on May 26, 1960. So, George, what is our last secret word? He is waiting to talk to you. Bonnie Shea? Bonnie Shea. Oh. And a partner is a special guest, an old friend of yours. Uh, the former manager of the Milwaukee Braves, Mr. Fred Haney. Oh, so well, well. Welcome to your bets of life. Freddie, I'm glad to see you, as uh, Phil Silvers would put it. Thank glad you, Glad to see you. This is the man who made Milwaukee famous, you know. He also made Milwaukee come in second last year. <laughs> <in the National. laughs> what was it paid? No. Second? You no, nosed out Frisco, right? Yeah, we nosed them out. Now tell me, in one simple sentence, who's going to win the pennant this coming year? I don't know. <laughs> I'd say to you a simple sentence, all right. Fred, who was the greatest ball player you ever knew? Irish Raymond Cobb. Yeah, I go along with that, too. I always have arguments with Harry Ruby about that. He always says Ruth. Well, of course, there were two different personalities completely. <laughs> now, who was the greatest manager? Well, Groucho, I'll have to say Ty Cobb. Oh, Freddie, look at the record of McCarthy with the Yankees, and You're... Stengel with the Yankees, and John McGraw with the Giants. I don't think you can go on a record in... That's all you have to in baseball, Fred. You've got to no, go by the No, you can't either. You sound like an umpire right now. <laughs> And you sound on, like Rocha. If I was going on records, I'd have to say Stengel. But uh, how many years did Stengel manage where he didn't get uh, any place from a managerial but standpoint? That's true, but did Cobb ever win any pennants? No, but I happened to be with the club all the time Ty managed. And Maybe I, that's why they didn't and, win any pennants. Uh, uh, with the horses that he had to go with, I think he did one of the most marvelous jobs in having us finish second a couple of years. Oh, he only had and, Crawford and Beach in the outfield. No, no, they were gone when he was yeah. managing. They had left. We had a bunch of youngsters up there at that time, and I think he uh, has forgotten more baseball than the majority of managers ever knew. Now I give. Well, I like Cobb because he watches my show every week. He told me. That. <laughs> uh, I have another question the fans might like to have answered, assuming that there is any out there. 
What's all this noise about another major league? Do you think there's much chance of it happening? Well, Groucho, from the, uh, the basis of uh, organizing the league, they couldn't get a better man than Branch Rickey. If the league starts on a solid foundation, I think it'll be a big success. I think it'll be a tremendous help to baseball. I think it would be, too. I think a lot more kids would take up baseball if they knew there was an opportunity for them in another league. Now, Bonnie Shea, is uh, that you? Uh, what is your middle name, Bonnie? Is it one horse Shea? No, I'm a Two horse no. Shea? No. Is it two Shea? Are you married, Bonnie? No, I'm not. Oh, good. Do you have a job? Yes. Mm -hmm. What do you do? Well, uh, I'm a second-grade school teacher. You're a second-rate school teacher? Mm -hmm. What's a second-rate school teacher? One that grade. doesn't teach? Huh? Grade. Oh, you're a great grade school two. teacher, huh? Yes. Grade two? Grade two. This country's educational curve has just taken a sharp turn for the better. <laughs> I never had girls like that when I went to school. Did you for teachers? You just probably can't remember back that far. <laughs> He's in a nice, kindly mood tonight. <laughs> what sort of things do you teach? Baseball? No, that comes a little bit later. Oh, what do you mostly teaching? we teach reading, uh, printing, lots Printing? Of you mean kids. counterfeit money? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> other, other kind. Um, singing, art, music, rhythms. Wow. Rhythm, you teach him singing rhythm? Huh? Yes. Mm -hmm. What is singing uh, rhythm? Could you... Uh... instance, would you like to be uh, one of the little pupils with me? <laughs> you want me to roll up my trousers? <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you teach him rhythm? I mean, so they can eventually wind up as uh, beatniks. Well, uh, usually we go into the auditorium and I play records for them. And uh, they do anything that's creative to them. They listen to music and uh, then they do some kind of motion. Usually they pretend they're animals or something like that. And Don't they... you think all men are beasts? <laughs> Not all of them. Well, a good many of them? Some of them. Yeah. Look at the way Fred is eyeing you right now. <laughs> uh, for instance, um, uh, a record like Peter Cottontail. I would play Peter Cottontail on the record player, and uh, then the children would all pretend they were little bunnies uh, hopping uh -huh. down the bunny trail. Uh, sounds pretty like revolting that? so far. <laughs> How does that one go about the bunny tail? <laughs> hmm? um, here comes Peter Cottontail, and uh, I need some music, though. Have you got any bunny music over there? Yeah, could you lay a few eggs while you're playing? Come on. All right. What are we going to do? This isn't hot during the bunny. So we have to put our little paws up like this. Banking business is this true? That's right, Gracio. Wow. I'm interested in the 
City Bank. Huh? What bank is it? Studio we City. We don't mind giving you the <laughs> I imagine banking must be a fascinating subject, uh, for example. I noticed that money costs have been climbing steadily recently. Now, what do you think of the government fiduciary policies? Uh, well, we have men to take care of that. As a vice president, I don't worry about small details. <laughs> What are your duties there? Are you a policeman in the bank? <laughs> you crack the safe at night? We stay and count the money. <laughs> you said nothing. Oh, how do you like that for a bunny tail, huh? There's 50 bucks for you, and there's 50 for you. Because he said uh, something about robbing a bank. Come back later, huh? Not too often, huh? Wow. Well, it's been fun talking to you, Fred, and nice to see you again. You're going to do a lot of uh, broadcasting this year, aren't you? Yes, this year I'm going to broadcast the NBC Game of the Week. He's probably the best broadcast from the whole game. Well, let's see how you can do in the seventh inning stretch here, especially Bonnie. Uh, Mr. Fanneman. Would you bring in the questions? You met Fenneman, huh? Yes, indeed. Hi, hi. How are you? Good to see you. Well, what category have they chosen? Uh, cities and small towns in the United States, right? One, two, and three. Start with two? Mm-hmm. For $200, in what state are Moundsville, Ripley, and Charleston? You can talk it over. West Virginia. You said it, kid. You now have $200 and three mm. more chances to make five. Another two? Well, for $200, in what state are Owensboro, Covington, and Lexington? K Kentucky. Kentucky's right. I know. <clears throat> I used to have a girl in Covington. <clears throat> you now have $400 and two more chances to make five. Now, this one's for $300. For $300, in what state are uh, Brunswick, Kennebunk, and Lewiston? Lewiston. In Maine. That, that's right. That's, uh, Kenny Bunk is where Booth Tarkington used to live. They all have all kinds of useless information here. $700 and another question, so... Uh, oh, boy. You're in the gravy now. Hey, Fred, you may not have to work at all this year. <laughs> another $300. For $300, in what state are Emporia, Hutchison, and Manhattan? Kansas. Precisely right. Uh, you want it with one thousand dollars, which means we'll see, see you later, later Fred. Huh? Thanks. Thanks. Drive with the big see one. You later, Thank you very much. Goodbye, honey. Goodbye. Goodbye. See you soon. I'd like to have you meet Marie Gomez and her partner, a very special guest, is one of the most familiar personalities on television, Mr. Dawes Butler. So, folks, come in, please, and meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, welcome to your bet your life. Say the secret word and divide an extra hundred bucks. Marie Butler and uh, Dave, uh, Dave Gomez. That's your name? <laughs> well, that's close. No, Doss Butler is mine. So, uh, oh, you're Marie Gomez. Marie Gomez. Gomez. Yes. Uh, you pronounce, why do you pronounce it Gomez? Why not Gomez? Gomez is the Spanish name. Oh, are you Spanish? I'm Spanish oh. and French. Oh, I thought you were Irish. Fenneman uh, <laughs> says you're one of the most familiar personalities on TV. Uh, I watch television a lot, and... I don't recognize you. Why is that? Are you an animal of some kind? <laughs> well, nobody's ever seen me on television. Oh, well, maybe if you'd stand on an apple box, more people would see you. 
Why haven't I seen you on TV? Are you on some uh, local channel? Or? Well, I'm actually a voice, Groucho. Oh, the voice. The voice of experience? <laughs> My name is you Huckleberry Hound. What? Huckleberry Hound. That's one of my favorite shows, Huckleberry Hound. Well, you God know, bless it's so you. Funny. Yes, it is, too. You know, every time, every time that show is on, I have a terrible fight with my daughter, Melinda, because she wants to watch Meet the Press, and I want to watch Huckleberry Hound. <laughs> we only have one set in the house, and that's usually broken. <laughs> uh, you're a sort of a... You, you do dogs and uh, other animals, too. Well, you can call me a dog. Well, all only right. You, you're, you're a dog. Huh? Okay. And I also, uh, I'm a bear. I'm Yogi Bear. Oh. And I'm a cat. Uh, Mr. Jinx is the name, and uh, I like to chase those miserable meeses, you know. <laughs> and I'm also a meese. My name is Dixie, and I'm on the miserable meeses he chases. He's a one-man zoo here. <laughs> Are you married? Yes, I am. Mm -hmm. uh, you ever use any of these voices at home? <laughs> well, only in South. Uh, aren't you allowed to talk in the house at all? No, only bark. Uh -huh. And I have my little bed where they put me. I can't get on the couch. <laughs> You're, uh, oh, we went through that. Marie Gomez. Marie Gomez. Marie Gomez. Uh, Marie Gomez. <laughs> Marie, you're quite a dish, uh, Marie. And since I'm the head chef around here, uh, let's start cooking, huh? Let's start what? Cooking? Let's start the cooking. Cooking what that means? Uh, well, he'll explain it to you later uh, when, he's a, <laughs> when he's a dog. Uh, where are you from, uh, Marie? I'm from uh, 16th arrondissement, Champs-Élysées, Paris, France. You're from uh, Paris, huh? Francais. Have you always lived in, in Paris? Oh, no. My family is uh, in diplomatic service. Uh -huh. I was in Mexico and in Guatemala, Santo Domingo, and Haiti. Well, chilly today and hot tamale, huh? <laughs> Could you give her a, a real Huckleberry welcome, uh, Dawes? Well, let's see. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe somebody like Baba Louie would be better, little Baba Louie. Uh, I want to welcome you to the United States, and I want you to meet a very good friend of mine. The fashion is going in the West. Quick, draw McGraw. Oh, thank you, Bubba Louie. And I will save her from the villains. And don't you forget it. <laughs> Marie, this fellow's got a lot on the ball. Yeah, I can Almost see. as much as you have. <laughs> I mean, in a different way, of course. <laughs> Uh, what do you really think of American men? Oh, I think so. If they're not so fast, they're going to be the best men in the world. You mean if you could nail one? <laughs> what do you mean too fast? You mean you, you're chasing them? Yes, but... Uh, what's, what's been your experience with fast American men? Oh, I remember in New York City, uh, American men from Texas invited me to go out for dinner. Hey, what? He you what? He me out for dinner. Eat dinner. You, you were in New York and he wanted to take you to dinner? Yes. In, in Texas? No, that is the problem. I, he was, he wanted to take me to dinner, not in New York. He wanted to take me in Chicago for dinner. <laughs> well, they have some very good meat in Chicago. That's where the stockyard is. If you're so critical of the American male, why would you be willing to marry one? 
Oh, I think so. They are very handsome. Moran they drive this big American car. And they have despoiled the woman very much in this country. When they put the woman name in the check, the, woman, the, the wife can go any time they want in the bank to cash the check. Oh, you mean they have a, a double account at the bank, huh? They have it, yes. The woman can go every time he wants, she wants to, she, she, yeah, but she take the check, you know. Don't they have the to have money in the bank? Yes, they have money too. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure. How long have you been over here, Marie? I am going to have one year in United States. Uh -huh. And you've caught on pretty well. You want a big car and a double bank account. <laughs> well, it's been fun talking to you two. Now, let's see how much you can win in the quips. Are you interested in winning any money, Marie? Oh, yes, From I From your want previous to. conversation, I would imagine you have only an academic oh, interest in money. I like to. You, <laughs> you like Mr. Fenneman? Have you ever seen Mr. Fenneman? No. You no. Know, well, he's kind of an unknown soldier. George, uh, would you mind coming out here and bring the question box? She says she's never heard of you, George. Now, do you recognize him? Yes, now, yes. Yeah, how do you, what do you think of him? Huh? Um, I, I can't give my opinion now. <laughs> well, that's good enough for me. Huh? <laughs> now, what ca category have they chosen there, George? I've forgotten. Uh, <laughs> well, forget her and remember the category, will you? Uh, movie quiz, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Came back. You know how to play the game? Uh, we know, I think. Marie, you pick the first question. There are one, two, and three hundreds. I pick the one first, okay? Mm -hmm. The one hundred. The one hundred? Yeah. I, I give to you. Oui. You give to me. Yeah. And I give to him. For one hundred dollars, James Mason and Pat Boone star in a Jules Verne story. What is the title of the movie? John, Johnny to the stump of the hair. I say Johnny. Johnny to the center of the hair. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and you now have $100 and three more chances to make five. Now is it my turn? It's anybody's turn. You oh, know, uh, this is the Liberty Hall. Yes, take it. So I take the 200? Typical woman. She wants to put the responsibility on you. Uh -huh. You take the 200. For 200, uh, Charles Heston plays Ben Hur in the current production. Who created the role in the previous movie? <laughs> Uh, Charlton Heston plays it in the current one. Who played it in the previous one? Raymond Navarro? Raymond Navarro. Oh. Huh. Well, you now have uh, $300 and two more chances to make five. Okay, you want to take a 200 or I, I, 100? I take the 300. 300? No. Oh. Oh, take yeah, it. She wants to. Yeah. Take it. Sure, that's all right. Oh, it's very good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got a system. Why don't you read it and I'll answer it? <laughs> Well, for 300 bucks, who is the male star of Room at the Top? Mm. You can talk to each other, you know. I can talk with him? Oh, oui. You want to help him? Yes, come. <laughs> well, the time's I up. Can't think it's, of it. it is Lawrence Harvey. Oh, yeah. Lawrence Harvey? Yeah, Lawrence Harvey. Oh. Yeah, well, you well, you know, still have three hundred dollars and one more chance to make five—a total of five. Now we better take two. Huh? Yeah, I, I would take say you're, you're thinking straight there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> For two hundred dollars in the movie Porgy and Bess, who plays the part of Sport in Life? Uh, Sammy Davis. That's, that's all right. I'm sorry. Wind up know. with five hundred dollars, so you'll have a chance later on the show for two, five, or ten thousand dollars.
We'll have two couples to try for the big money tonight. Now, here's the first big question. Who's going to answer it? Uh, Bonnie uh, Shea and Fred Haney earned $1,000 in the quiz, so they get a chance at it. So here they are. Oh, I was a little school teacher. Well, he's that crooked banker again. <laughs> uh, you understand this game, uh, Fred? I think so. Oh, better than you do baseball? Now, you pick a number from 1 to 10 for $10,000. You picked first. No, no. I finished oh, second. Oh, I don't. Yes, you did. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Right? Um, you can't forget that. Right? No. <laughs> well, I was rooting for you, anyhow. What'd pick, you pick? I uh, picked number five. Didn't she cute, Fred? Very much so. Yeah. If you weren't a banker, could you go for a guy like that? <laughs> well, I've, I've got a very cute one at home, Roger. Oh. <laughs> well, assuming that you didn't have one at home. <laughs> now, would you pick a number for $5,000? Uh, eight. Eight. Five and eight. Now, one of you give this a spin. If any other number comes up, this question is worth a total of two grand. Well, you had eight and five, and it came up three, so here we go for a total of two grand. In 1953, a woman was appointed treasurer of the United States for a total of $2,000. Tell me the name of this woman whose signature appears on all currency printed from 1953 through 1960. That ought to be pretty easy. Take a guess. Pull a name out of uh, nowhere. <laughs> I know it's not. Well, there it is. So. It's Ivy, <laughs> Ivy Baker Priest. Oh. You wouldn't think they trust a woman with all that money, would you? I'm sorry you missed it, but you won. Uh, how much did they win? They won thousand dollars. Thousand dollars. Well, that's not too bad. You've had better nights, but uh, <laughs> better luck next time, thank Fred. You, I'll Appreciate be seeing you on TV. Fine, thank Good you. Goodbye, Teach. Marie Gomez and Dawes Butler won $500, so they get a chance at the big money. So would you come out, folks, please? Thank you. Yeah. You're flattered when people whistle at you, huh? Uh, I'm a woman. Yeah. Well, a, a dog gets whistled at, they're not flattered. No. <laughs> okay, you're going to pick a number now for a total of $10,000. I take the one. You take the one. Well, that's fine. And we don't have to change it. What number do you take? I'll take six. Uh, that's for $5,000. Now, if any other number but uh, these two turns up, this question is worth a total of uh, $2,000. Mm -hmm. Clear? Okay. Give it a spin. This question is for $10,000. No help. If we hear any sound, we have to throw it out. There's a lot of money. We haven't got that much money. <laughs> uh, a decidedly unpopular piece of legislation was the act which gave the government the power to enforce prohibition. For a total of 10 grand, what was the name of this act which enforced the 18th Amendment? 
What is the answer you have decided upon? Uh, the Volstead Act. The Volstead Act is right. See, it's not so bad being a dog after all. Uh, no. $10,000. What do you plan on doing with your share of the swag? Well, I have uh, four boys, so I'll set aside four uh, trust funds for college uh, uh -huh. to help the boys uh -huh. along in that. Couldn't do it. Uh, uh, Marie, what are you going to do with your money? I want to be like an American woman, have my bank uh, account too. Yeah, the bank account. Well, I'm glad you won the money, even though you won't get it. <laughs> I won't get it? Oh, you'll get it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> tomorrow I start going to work. Congratulations, <laughs> and thanks for being with us. Remember, folks, we were lost $10,000 here tonight. When you go in to buy any of our products, tell them. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. You know, this is kind of, it's kind of bittersweet because we've had Groucho Marx and You Bet Your Life for the entirety of the program so far. So to see them go, you know, it's going to, it's, going to leave an empty spot in my heart now this audio came from the television version as the radio audio is not available now there are more television episodes uh out there and i could have stripped all the audio from them but this is i love old time radio not i love old time television the only reason i made an exception for this show is it's actually my favorite episode because it features dawes butler who, as you heard, voices many well-known cartoon characters. Now, 1960 was the last season of You Bet Your Life on radio. On television, it continued another year under the new title, The Groucho Show. Now, the show has had three revivals, none lasting the length of the original. From 1980 to 81, Buddy Hackett hosted the program, from September 7th, 1992 to June 4th of 1993, the program returned with Bill Cosby as the host. And then starting on September 13th of last year, or 2021 if you're listening to this in the future, You Bet Your Life returned starring Jay Leno as the host with his former band leader Kevin Eubanks as his sidekick. I don't know. I... I I personally can't see anybody hosting You Bet Your Life except Groucho Marx with his sidekick, George Fetterman. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, and our host, Anchor.fm. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and find the best location that suits you. You can also listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. 
If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. The Shadow returns on Monday, and next week we will introduce you to the Abbott and Costello Show. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off.